This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to. Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet episode to watch or meme to share the world may not want you to sleep but we do only the sleep experts at mattress firm can help you find the right bed at the right price unjunk your sleep in store or online at mattressfirm.com today Welcome again to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Emilio Danello. This is our initial reaction show to Fulham's 3-0 victory against Millwall. But Emilio, that's not where we're going to start. We're going to start in really talking about what you witnessed today, the Fulham family coming together in tribute to Paul Parrish. As many know, Claire is a co-host, a very close friend of mine, someone that, again, I'm just very close to and this hit me hard and it's hit the phone community extremely hard and uh Emilio before we play a video we're gonna play the one minute tribute to Paul in a video thankfully uh Emilio actually got some really great videos for us and we're gonna play both of them one is gonna be early in this show and one will be at the very end and I ask you to keep watching at the end of the show because Emilio took a very emotional video, especially at the end, that we want you to watch. Okay. All right, Emilio. Let me get your just opening thoughts, not really on the 3-0 victory, but just on the emotion of uh, being at Craven Cottage today. Yeah. Hi there, everybody. Um, Hi, Russ. Um, 
Yeah, the problem Shadow is very emotional tonight. He's not a shadow. He's very, he's very quite choking. You know, choked throughout the whole game tonight, and you probably can hear it from my throat. You know, you know, not yeah. a, it's not because of the celebration of the Fulham victory. It's more about the emotions tonight. And what was amazing was just, you know, just the outpouring of joy, emotion, tears. You know, happiness is a, it's a, it's a, it's a mixture of that. I know, you know, Claire. You know, if you're watching or listening, watching this video live or on recording, you know. You know, our hearts and souls, you know, we're continuously thinking about you. It's, we're still struggling to come to terms with it. So God knows how you and your family are dealing with this. But you know what? The Fulham family, again, showed what we're all, we're all together here. We all, we all celebrated after 11 minutes. And we'll, you guys can watch the video shortly with a one-minute applause throughout the games. And I commend the Millwall fans as well for applauding throughout that yes. of time as well. So yes, they absolutely. deserve a lot of credit. And football was insignificant tonight. It's the fact that the players turned up not playing their best football of the season, still winning 3-0 and keeping a clean sheet. That victory was for Paul, Claire and your family, to be honest. And that's the most important thing, you know. And uh, the fact that at the end of the game, the players all went towards, you know, to go and commemorate um, and, you know, celebrate and, and hug Claire and her family. I think that was, again, you know, I've never seen that before. To be honest, you know the fact that I've supported this club for over forty years. You know, I hate to see someone passing away, one of our family, but the yes. fact that all the players all joined together at the end of the game to to go and you know to hug Claire and her family—that was—I can't but, describe how emotional everyone in the ground was who stayed there to watch. So overall, very proud to be a supporter of this club. Very proud how the fans responded. Very proud how the players responded throughout the game, and you know it makes it makes me all choked up to be honest. So yeah, the Fulham shadow is here. But not outside, but you know, choking and com- commiserating Paul Parrish, but at the same time applauding his life and the fact that he'll always be one of our Fulham family. So Claire, you know, my heart pours out for you and your family. Absolutely, I'm right there with you, Emilio. And, mm. and again, when I first heard the news, I couldn't believe it, and I was shaken pretty hard because I've, as I mentioned, Claire is a close personal friend, and uh, it really hit me hard and. I feel terrible for Claire. And I spoke to her. She's doing okay under the circumstances, but she lost her father. And, you know, and again, that mm-hmm. takes time to grieve. But what's great about the full family is that we're there for her and we showed it tonight. Mm-hmm. So right now, Emilio, I'm going to play one video. We have two videos to show you. Here's the first video. This is a tribute to Paul Parrish, the one minute of applause for Paul Parrish. I'm going to play that. It's a little over a minute long, and then Emilio and I will come back and and uh, chat right after that. Here we go.
Okay, Emilio, that was the video that you took from mm-hmm. the match. And uh, how did it feel watching it back? You were there live for it. How did mm-hmm. it feel being there? Yeah, emotional, but celebrating as well. You know, you, you know, like death is, uh, we've both been there, Russ. You know, we've both lost our fathers, you know, six yes. years tomorrow that my dad was buried. So, uh, you know, six years ago last month he died. So it's, you know, it's been difficult six years. You never get over the loss of your par- of a parent. You, you, you learn to deal with it, but the memories will always be there. And six years on, I'm still celebrating many memories with him. Not so much on the football side, because he wasn't a, Fulham fan- wasn't a football fan per se, but many, many other memories. But that was just fitting. The whole stadium, it wasn't a full house, but the whole stadium coming together, applauding for a whole minute. What would be nice is maybe Fulham were fortunate enough to score in that 11th minute. We were attacking at the time, and right. it was me just spurring the team on, please score, please score, just, just get a goal on the 11th. How fitting that would have been. But overall, you know, everyone there was was proud to be a Fulham supporter, and, you know, all that outpouring of joy, emotion, tears, love to Claire and her family. Paul would be immensely proud, and so will Claire and her family. So, yeah, it was just very, very touching, very, very touching. Okay, excellent stuff there, Emilio. I'm going to share some comments from the Fulham supporters, okay? And this is thanking you for the video because not everyone could Mm. be there, could watch it live, but to actually see it from your point of view, Emilio, is amazing. So thank you, and Heather thanks you Mm. as well. Thanks, Heather. Thank you. This is from Dave Cronin, our friend Dave Cronin. People say this is a family club. Now everyone knows why. Mm. You (laughs) couldn't be more right. (laughs) Here's our friend Wayne Walden. We are one big family at Fulham Football Club. Rest in peace, Paul. Okay? And this is from our friend Stefan, a club with a heart. The one other thing that I want to mention, and uh, I was alerted to this, that there's going to be a a walk for Paul. And uh, Simon Patey's bringing this up, and we'll have more information on it, but there will be a walk for Paul Mm -hmm. Pesh by the walk and talk group. So okay, great. Great. Thank you very much for sharing that. And uh, when we get more information on the walk, we, I certainly will share that as well. Okay, Emilio. So you and I talked about, we're going to talk just a, a little bit about the actual match itself. And, um, you know, and I'll just say this, you know, and again, listen, foam score goal, but like you've already talked about this for me was emotional watching it. The mm-hmm. match was secondary, as we said, but as a spectacle, if we're going to talk a little bit about the match, first of all, I think you have to give Millwall a good amount of credit because Fulham had a tough time with them. So this was mm-hmm. not an easy ride. And uh, the first half showed that, that actually Gary Rowett's team came to play. They mm-hmm. really did. They they came to play. So I, I just want to mention that. And um, let's just talk real briefly about the goals. Let's just talk about the goal from Mitro in the first half. Again, what was good about this, Emilio, was uh, I thought it was a great setup from our mm-hmm. new right back. Might be on loan, yeah. but I thought he was very lively there, Emilio. Yeah. He did have some moments that made me a little bit nervous defensively, mm-hmm. but I, I thought yeah. he battled. Yeah. He battled hard, yeah. and he showed a lot of pace. We're talking about Nico Williams. And sets up the goal for Mitra. There was a deflection, but still, great goal. Yeah, still, exactly. And, you know, we, we started off the first few, first five minutes or so, we were quite bright, lively, trying to pass the ball around, you know, getting at Millwall right from the off. But it was in fit and burst. It wasn't, we weren't playing consistently well in that first half. It wasn't a, be honest, it wasn't a pretty, pretty spectacle for, for the neutral supporters. You know, we, we were in control, but Millwall gave us a few 
nervy moments here and there, to be honest. But it was, yep. I was actually saying to Val, Val you know, Val, my, my good friend Val, who's obviously you've met Russ and who's, who will be watching here, I'm sure. We were saying, get Wilson and Williams on the ball. There's a lot of Cabana on the left. Let's see Williams and Wilson have a bit more on the ball. And ironically, right. 30 seconds later, there was a good there was a good link up play between those two. And they said Williams got a good got a ball in a danger area. If you yep. put it in the right place, you've always you've potentially got a chance. And you know the big man was there, you know, to to polish up like he does best. And Williams, you know, you, you you called it out. You know, he coming forward very bright. Very, yep. you know, looking confident. And was very playing very high up the pitch throughout the whole, in the second half. He was more in, in the opposition half than he was in his own half. Defensively, <laughs> you know, maybe not, you know, maybe the, slightly nervous. You know, the, you know, defending may leave a lot to be desired. But right. let's see, it can only improve. But at the end of the day, it was a good signing. He's going to give us, his, he presses well. He he's probably suits our formation, the way we want to play. And yep. you know, he's going to be an important, you know, important player for the next few few months. But overall, that was really the first time for Wilson and, and Williams linked up, and it resulted in the goal. So, um, yeah, I think we deserved that goal, but it, right. it wasn't a pretty spectacle that first half. It wasn't pretty. Okay, and I agree with you, Emilio, and going into the half 1-0 up, again, I'll take it, but it certainly wasn't easy. And even in the second half, I could just tell Millwall were mm. up for, for it, and they made mm-hmm. things difficult on them. But let's now talk about the second goal for Mitro, which made it, Two nil. Now, what's interesting about this? After you share your thoughts on the goal, I want to share this. So I'm watching this, and gentlemen Jim and Jamie are commenting, and I have to share this because this is from gentleman Jim. After <laughs> Mitro scored, he said this: he "said that was for Paul Parrish." Okay, so okay. the second goal, he said that was for Paul Parrish in front of the hammy, and that was for Paul Parrish, Emilio. So thoughts exactly. on the second goal and thoughts about what gentleman Jim said, and I agree with. Him. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, the victory was for Paul Parrish, to be honest. I think right. that's important. I think, that, I think what you saw in the play, you know, some of the players come from international duty, like Robinson, tired, playing two international games. He did. He was off colour most of the game, to be honest. And I want to obviously before we talk about this, that goal. Don't forget that Rodak made an important save early on in the in the first half. That deflection, that looked like it could have been going in. So, you know, <laughs> he, get those nervy moments he made two keys, he made goal. some key saves. Yeah, exactly. And but I agree, you know, that definitely getting that second goal, which was would have pretty much clinched the game, was for Paul. And I think just the whole victory, I think the fact that we got a clean sheet in front yeah. of our home supporters, not playing well. We've said many times it would be nice not to play well and win because you can't you be playing it. like a five star every week in, week out. There'll be times when you're, you're, you're in second gear. Right. still find a way to win. I don't think we're in more than second gear tonight, second, third gear at best. And we still That's won three exactly minutes. what they said yeah. on the broadcast. They did not get out so, of second cut. gear. It's so funny. That's exactly no. what they said. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, and again, Williams and Wilson were both involved in that goal. You know, so if yep. you think about it, Cabano had a great, you know, given their defense a lot of problems on the, on the left, but Wilson and Williams again linked up well. The ball bobbled in the box. It was sort of, we, got, we rode our luck. I think the ball fell kindly to us. Fabio had a good, a good shot and goal. I thought the keeper made a good save, but again, <laughs> the big man was there to polish it off again. Right place, right time again. So two nil. Full Parish will be proud, and so will the whole fans in the stadium, all applauding that goal. And again, there was always a lot of chance throughout the game about there's only one Paul Parish, there's only one Paul Parish. So again, throughout what you guys won't see is all that consistent cheering and chanting of Paul throughout the whole game. So that you know that won't be forgotten ever. That's fantastic, Emilio. And again, 
I'm glad that you talked about Rodak because uh, at times in some recent matches, I, I've questioned some of the goals he's given mm-hmm. up. But I thought he made some key saves here, two key saves, especially in the second half. Mm. Exactly. There was that. There was that. That 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 shot. That long. No, that good stop he made. That was a, that was an important one. And there was one where the Millwall fans cheered, thinking it went in the back of the net. I think he must have got a set. Yes, Millwall got a corner from the back of that. From this I actually thought that, they but... scored. Yeah, did word that get us? Did he make a save? There? He must have he made did. a save and put it behind the, you know, put it wide. So again, that was underrated because I've questioned Rodak in some of the recent games where I think some of his the goals he's conceded, he could have done better, and maybe that if he's not tested enough, sometimes the goalkeeper needs, you know, sometimes you lose focus. But the fact that he's recovered the situation, made that good save in the first half early on, and made those two key saves in the second half. So, but ultimately, I thought Millwall will come away from this. Came thinking three 0 I thought was quite flattering to Fulham. I don't think yeah. we deserve to win by three goals. To be on Millwall, didn't feel you know, like three 0 You know, right. no, it didn't. And they, they, they should have done better with some of their chances. You know, if that was us missing those chances. We would be, we'll be merging our team. To be honest, overall, we rode our luck. And so, like yeah. I said, you can't always play in fifth gear. You know, play average and still win comfortably. Exactly, Emilio. Exactly. Okay. And let's just talk briefly about the third goal from Bobby Decadover Reed comes on and makes it 3-0. Like you said, it doesn't feel like a 3-0 victory, but this made things probably a lot more comfortable at Craven Cottage. Yes, exactly. I think even when it was 2-0, some of us were saying it just takes one of the, one chance for Millwall to score and then That's it. a nervy 10-15 minutes final you know, towards the end of the game. So, again, great touch from Mitro, who, goodness me, he got his two goals, but his contribution, his running, his defending, goodness me. His defending, that Emilio, that again. is, again, cool. I, I think we need Thanks. to talk a little bit more Thanks. about the fact that he has become a complete, as we would say over here in different sport, two-way yeah. player, meaning he yeah. he defend, he does it all. And yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that you fact, mentioned you know, that. He did it throughout tonight. You yep. know, the man, he had no reason, 2-0 up, and you're still going back and helping the cause, trying to keep that clean sheet and defending for the team, and his beautiful pass to, to Wilson, I think it was. He yep. then cut it back to, to Fabio. Fabio shot towards goal and you know, Bobby Reader had a simple tap in. You know, so again, Millwall pushing up to get a, to get a, a get a goal. The left gaps at the back. And, you know, with our pace, we're always going to... We, we pass well, pass fluently and quickly and tidily. We're always going to score goals on the break. And that, again, that was, that, you know, I think it was flattering, the 3-0 victory, but... You know, you have to ride your luck sometimes. And I think we did that tonight, throughout, especially in that second half. Right. They blew a few chances. You know, they should have done better. Right. I totally agree, Emilio. Okay. Coming up next to end the show, Emilio and I will talk a little bit about what we're about to show you. If you're watching live and if you obviously watch the video, I think you're going to uh, appreciate what we're about to share. Okay, Emilio. First of all, just thank you for taking these videos. And I guess I could say man of the match. I was thinking about, should we mm-hmm. even talk about man of the match? And I am i don't even really want to talk about man of the match. I know we normally do it because this episode is different. This night is different. The man of the match goes to Paul Parrish. We'll just say mm-hmm. Paul Parrish gets man of the match. Yes. And, and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing that I want to mention before we play this video, I just want to get Emilio's thoughts about what you watched and I'll set it up 
and then we're going to let the video run, and that's how the show is going to end in case anyone is watching. Live, we're going to show about a two-minute video, but I think it's going to speak for itself. Emilio, set up the video that you <clears throat> took at the end of the match. And I think, yeah, you know, please please do watch the remain, the two-minute video because it, it's, it's very emotional, very moving, very touching. It, 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 it clearly evidences why we're proud that, to support this club. You know, the whole, you know, the game, there was muted celebrations, to be honest, at the end of the game. There's another video, which I haven't sent you, but, you know, normally when you, you celebrate a victory after the end of the game, you know, there's, there's a lot more applause, a lot more celebration, a little bit, little bit muted amongst the players. But then after they just when they you know congratulating or applauding or commiserating the opposing players, the opposing Millwall players, all the players started moving towards the Hammersmith end, all grouped together, like following their leaders. So Tim Ream leading from the front as captain at the time. Right. Um, all the players one by one just following in a queue, and you can see they're all going towards the, the, the you know, behind the goal. Um, Claire and her family were literally on the on the literally on the touch touch line there and. You know, not too clear from my video, but you might see other people's video directly from the Hampstead end. But all the players, one by one, hugging, embracing Claire and her family. You know, that's unheard of. You know, it's unheard of. You know, I don't ever want to see anyone from our Fulham family ever passing away like like Paul did a couple of weeks ago. But just to see that, you know, the emotions there and the, the club, the players all coming together and saying, you know what? Football is secondary here, like we said before. This is all about someone's life and their family who are suffering and grieving at the moment. So please watch a two-minute video. It's very emotional. You've got fans applauding, the players literally one by one just going towards the goal. So you may not see necessarily Claire and her family, but okay. please do watch for the two minutes. It's, it's you know, if you're as emotional as I am, then imagine you know, being at the ground. It's, it's extremely moving. So you know, over to you, Russ. Okay. Okay, right before I play the video one last time, this uh, show, I've already dedicated one show to Paul, and I'm going to dedicate this to Paul Parrish as well. And his memory to our very good friend, Claire. I'm, I'm thinking about you, Claire, and your family, your daughter, and thinking about you during this difficult time. But I'm going to share this video that Emilio took that is very emotional, and uh, I'm glad that Emilio captured this so everyone could see exactly the emotion at the end of this match. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, and please watch the video.
it's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.